This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Off and running, whether you like it or not. Off and running on this Tuesday, July 4th. Happy July 4th to you and to yours. Happy Independence Day. The summer is here, people. And I am Gordon Damer. In for Bart, in for Han on this July 4th, taking you up until 3 o'clock, of course. The number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. You can uh, find me on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer, on TikTok, at Old Man Radio. But most importantly, right here on your radio until 3 o'clock this afternoon. And we got a big show lined up, three big hours, lots to discuss. I was on last night in for Dan. And we talked a lot about the Knicks and Knicks fans losing their minds still days after the Obi Toppin trade. Oh, they're still not happy. And they let us hear about it last night and really provided us as, as good an example of just how out of their minds Knicks fans are. And I, I don't, I'm not saying that in a, in a bad way. That's why we love Knicks fans. They are all in on their team, but they're not all in on that Obi Toppin trade. So we'll get into that in the course of the three hours. Uh, we'll talk some baseball because it seems like finally everyone has kind of realized, wait a second, Mets really can't be sellers at the deadline because they don't have anything all that valuable to sell. It's all of a sudden like dawning on everybody when they look at the Mets roster. We'll touch on some football stuff. Today is July 4th, which you know what that means. That means barbecues. That means fireworks. That means family. That means friends. But it really means the countdown to the NFL season is on. When you hit July 4th, man, boy, don't blink because the summer is about to fly by. And before you know it, Labor Day will be here and it'll be football season before you know it. But we'll get into that in the course of the three hours today. But I did want to open up. With the Yankees, because the Yankees got a sensational win last night at the stadium, opening a series against the Orioles. This after just going 3-3 and against two of the worst teams in baseball in the A's and the Cardinals. And last night, the offense looked kind of flat, not doing much of anything those first four innings. But they get a couple of home runs in the fifth. They tie it in the seventh. And then Harrison Bader with the big three-run home run in the eighth. And against one of the, I mean, the Orioles bullpen, one of the better bullpens in baseball this season. But I have, I don't do this very often. But I have to admit, I don't really understand how the Yankees are doing it. I don't understand even just doing what they're doing, which is just kind of playing 500 baseball without Aaron Judge in the lineup, because this offense is bad. It is a Bad offense. This is not the way some people have um, looked at it. It's that, well, they're not so reliant on the home run anymore. They've got different kinds of hit. No, they have bad hitters in the lineup. It's a bad lineup. It's one of the worst lineups I can really remember in, in, in recent history. And not even recent history. I think you really have to kind of go back to uh, the 90s, to find a lineup as bad as this, filled with guys who are just automatic outs. And the decisions, they don't make any sense either. We pointed out last night, having DJ LeMayu hit leadoff. Leadoff? The guy is an automatic out. And this is not like a slump. It's not like, oh, you know, the last two weeks he's really been dealing with some, he's just, his timing is off. No. his seat, Look at his numbers. 
If that was a stock, you would be ready to punch your stockbroker right in the face. It's, it's a steady line straight down. Started out here, little down, little down, little, and then all down. It's been all down. If he is not hurt, that's a really troublesome sign because DJ LeMahieu has just not looked like the same player. And he's dealt with a lot of injuries the last couple of years, but having DJ LeMahieu hit leadoff or having Josh Donaldson serve as the DH or the other day giving Donaldson the day off when they're facing the lefty, that's the, that's the time to see if he can run into another one of those home runs. So it makes no sense. But the fact is, whether it makes sense or not, they are doing what they need to do, and that is keep their heads above water until hopefully Aaron Judge comes back sometime after the All-Star break. But I have to admit, it defies logic. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because I look at the lineup every single day, and I'm not somebody like a lot of Yankee fans who picks apart the lineup when they've won 10 in a row and, oh, this is not right. That's not me. I just, I don't care how it works. Just make sure it works. But I have to be honest, it kind of defies logic given the names and given the numbers that the guys, uh, that the names have put up in the course of the year. And it's kind of hard to expect at this point, some of them to turn it around. But my, I have one mantra in terms of sports and really the mantra of sports. It's the motto of sports. The only rule is that it's got to work. I don't care what you think you're going to do, what the plan is, just make sure that it works. The only rule is that it's got to work, and at least so far, not that it's unbelievable, not that they're uh, going to be chasing down the Rays or anything like that, but that's not a fair expectation without the, the, the most valuable player in the American League and maybe the best hitter in the entire sport. But for the time being... They, they, are, they are getting it to work. They have done enough. Now, part of that is that there's not many other good teams to chase them down. I mean, the Blue Jays. What are the Blue Jays doing? You hear about the Blue Jays. You've been hearing about the Blue Jays for the last couple of years. And when the Blue Jays beat the Yankees, it's like they won the World Series. But the, Blue, the fact that the Blue Jays have not been over, able to overtake a spot in, in, in the wild card standings, even still with all the Yankee injuries... That's a, a real indictment against the Blue Jays, but part of the credit goes to the Yankees or the Angels or the Red Sox, the Mariners. Those are the teams that the Yankees are battling. So as good as it is to be battling the Orioles because they're a wild card and you're a wild card, the bigger story is just stay ahead of those other four teams, which really seem like the only contenders to take a wild card spot away from the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Angels, the Red Sox, and the Mariners. So they're doing it somehow. They're doing it some way. But... And I think part of it is IKF having some this unbelievable offensive month. This is not IKF. As good as he has been this last month, this is not. This is a hot streak that will eventually end. But one thing that has jumped out and, and makes you kind of hopeful that things can be put together as you get closer to the trade deadline, the, the, the postseason, Anthony Volpe is finally starting to look again like the player the Yankees project him to be, which is 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 good to see that the Yankees' evaluation on something is actually starting to pan out. Good to see it actually on the field with what their projection is. Now, it's tough to give them too much credit because if, it, if he did not all of a sudden turn things around, they would just say the same things even if it didn't show up. They, I mean, the Yankees stick to their guns better than anybody. And it's, it's hard to take them seriously sometimes when you hear the things they say about other players like Donaldson or LeMayhew or, or, or um, Glaber Torres at times or 
the guys who are slumping in the order, or even past players like Gary Sanchez. I mean, how long do we hear? Oh no, Gary, Gary's getting close. Yeah, Gary's getting close to being on another team. Or Aaron Hicks, who was, of course, back at the stadium last night, back for the first time since the Yankees uh, finally kind of cut ties, and uh, the Yankees put together a, a video tribute, which went over swimmingly. And, of course, one of the big stories from that game was that Aaron Hicks got booed during his video tribute. He got booed during his at-batch during the game. Now, I'll be honest with you. I was on the air last night, as I said, filling in for Dan, so I was watching the game, but you really can't listen to the game, so I had to kind of go back and, and hear what the reaction was to, uh, to Aaron Hicks. And I, I would just simply ask at 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Is anyone surprised? Is anybody surprised that Aaron Hicks, in his return trip to Yankee Stadium, and they decide to play a video tribute, did, did you expect the fans to, to cheer? Did you expect the fans to be like, hey, look who's back. Hey, hey, I remember you. Is anybody surprised that the reaction was booze? He was bad. He was bad for years, and fans were upset that he was bad for years. And the organization said, no, 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 he's not really that bad. He, he's, he's about to turn it around. And that made it all the more frustrating because you were throwing away at bats on a guy who was just not productive. He was bad. And it seemed like at times he kind of checked out. I mean, remember that play where he was in the outfield coming down by the line there and it was like he was checked out on games sometimes in the outfield, not not running hard to ball. I mean, I don't know what else to say. And even before the year was complaining about what his role was. Your role, well, unfortunately, your role has turned into being an automatic out in the lineup. So I would say if your takeaway, if you want a takeaway from last night and the video tribute and the and the Yankee fans booing the video tribute, I would say maybe not every player warrants a video tribute. I understand that the, the video crew is looking for things to do and looking for ways to, to fill the time on the video board. You can only run that train race so many times. But I would say maybe not every player warrants a, a video tribute. And it's funny because, again, I didn't see it in real time, didn't hear it in real time. So I had to kind of go back and, and look at the videos and – I couldn't find videos for every single at bat, but I saw people posting videos to Twitter of the video tribute before the game, and I saw that first at bat where he got booed. And you see the headlines. The headline. Oh my god! The headlines make it out like all what was it? Forty-six thousand. All forty-six thousand people were standing up and screaming at the top of their lungs at Aaron Hicks last night. Uh, he was mercilessly booed. He was ruthlessly booed. He was booed louder than ever. I hate you. I don't know that that was the case. I, 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 it just sounded like normal booing. I hate you. Everybody hates me. Join the club. I hate you. Yeah, no, that's fine. But I, again, I guess what you're asking is for Yankee fans just be complete phonies because that's what they would have been. If Yankee fans would have reacted with a, a, the, the, the golf clap, the, the, the polite round of applause for a guy that they have, rightfully so, 
complained about for the last three years before finally he was sent on his way, that would have been a completely phony reaction. And again, I don't know if we have any clips of the of the at-bats, but mercilessly booed, ruthlessly booed? Check in with Giancarlo Stanton. He should be the barometer of who is mercilessly booed or ruthlessly booed. Because that dude has been booed on opening day before he's even taken it at bat. He would be a good person to check in on. To see how he would judge the booing. Because I feel like on the boo scale, eh, it was about 50-50. It was about what I expected. But booed louder than ever? No. And here's the thing. Booing gets a bad rap. Booing is fine. Booing, it's not something I would generally do to one of my own players, but it happens at time to time. Anybody booing, everybody booing, that's fine. It's the other stuff that goes over the line. And you know what I'm talking about. The cursing, the one finger, the salute, the, the, the acting up, saying anything to the family of the player, that's completely out of bounds, 100 times out of 100, absolutely. All those things, different category. And last year, I think it was last year, when the Yankee fans threw things on the field when they were playing the Guardians, I said at the time, those fans should have been identified and banned for life. But booing? No, booing is fine. And again, what, what, what did you expect Yankee fans to do when Aaron Hicks is back in the Bronx? <laughs> Woo! I remember him. I know that guy. He had a bad run of things here. And I think even after the game, he admitted, yeah, this is, this is kind of what I expected. Woo! I, I, I think that that's kind of what you have to expect. So unless you want Yankee fans to just be complete phonies for a guy who they, I mean, kind of despised because he was just so unproductive as a player, I don't know what other reaction you could possibly have. So 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. So Yankee fan, am I getting it wrong? Am I, am I, am I being a complete uh, a hypocrite by saying the Yankee fans are all right for, for booing Aaron Hicks last night? Because I, I just don't know what other reaction anybody would have expected. Oh, well, you know, just take the high road. What high road? Again, if they were cursing or giving the, the, the finger and all those, all those things, completely different categories. Booing to me is a perfectly fine way to show your displeasure and when you take a look at the number again the only rule is it's got to work Aaron Hicks's time with the Yankees did not work worked for a couple of years like 2017 2018 productive player good player but then a lot of injuries a lot of a lot of strikeout a lot of outs a lot of non-production so again what were people expecting I'm not really sure 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number and coming up I mentioned Anthony Volpe really turning things around. What a great sign that is for that kid. But that turnaround, I don't know if it's necessarily a great look for the Yankee hitting coaches, so we'll get into that coming up as well. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. It is Gordon Damer, in for Bart, in for Han, on a July 4th, only here on 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Big win, beat the Orioles, big home run from Harrison Bader. Gotta like it, gotta like it, people. But of course, uh, a lot of the conversation was around uh, Aaron Hicks's return. And here's the thing. 
if the Yankees wanted to uh, have a reaction where people were cheering Aaron Hicks, they should have provided video of him as an Oriole. Because Yankee fans are more than happy to see him as an Oriole. They're just happy he's not as, as a Yankee. So showing him highlights of him as a Yankee, picking through the video, it's, there's no videos from the last couple of years. I can tell you that much right now. You got to go, go back to the file that's 2017, 2018. Those you, you'll find some highlights. He was a productive player. He was a good player. Um, but um, I would just think that if you were going into last night and thinking that, that Aaron Hicks was going to get something other than booze, I don't know why you would expect that. Because, again, what you would be asking, hey, remember that guy you all kind of despised when he was here? Well, he's not here now, so now you like him. It, it doesn't really work that way. They, the Yankee fans had, had a few more boos left in the system. They had to get those out. They're not going to get a chance to boo him anymore. They're saving the – those now go to the file of, of, of Josh Donaldson. Go into that category now. Neil was in the Bronx, and he was at the game last night. Neil, what's going on, my friend? What's going on, Flash Gordon? I used to listen to you when you used to come on at 5 a.m., man. You're the one. All right. Nice to know, Neil. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, Flash, I was there at the game, and I was a little confused when they did the Vic tribute. Yeah. I was actually one of the boors. I was like, what? Why? why is this guy getting a tribute? Well, look, he, he was here for eight years. He did have some moments. Uh, he was a productive player at times. But uh, obviously, the last three years, th- that was not those times. That's what, that's what the Yankees remember the last three years. They don't remember 2017 or 18. No, of course not. Right. And I always booed when he came up to bat, too. So, you know, I was one of the boors, Flash. Yeah, no, look, I get it, Neil. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the compliment. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, yeah, it seemed like. And again, do we have the 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 um, do we have the audio of the at bat at least? It seemed like just typical booing. I mean, anytime that there's boo- remember when um, when when Judge got like slight boos last year at the beginning of the season, and people made it. Oh my God, they're booing Aaron. Judge. It was like it was barely even audible. And last night that just seemed like a, a typical booing performance. It wasn't it wasn't the Astros come to town. It wasn't the the hated Red Sox or Big Poppy. It was in line with what a, what what booing sounds like. It didn't it wasn't merciless. It wasn't uh, ruthlessly boo- louder than ever. I don't know. <laughs> Given Aaron Hicks's performance the last 3 years in pinstripes, I'm guessing if you went ran through those files you could find some other examples of him getting booed louder. I think you could find some other examples of him getting booed louder. Now, I mentioned there before about Anthony Volpe. Had two hits last night. Uh, seems like he's finally starting to turn around as a player in the last month. He's hitting 329 In the last two weeks, he's got an OPS of almost 1,200. In the month of July, his, his OPS is 1,200. And it is really a stark difference because it was not that long ago we're having conversations. Do the Yankees send him down? Do they? What do they do? How do they get him out of this slump? How do they get him to, to be a productive player? Uh, before this month, he was on the season, for the season, 186, 260, 345. So was not trending in the right direction. And then all of a sudden, boom. He's, he's not only turned things around, but he's, he's maybe the Yankees' most productive hitter. So there was a story, I think it was Gary Phillips of the New York Daily News who first reported it, that when the Yankees had a day off, Volpe went out to uh, dinner 
with some of his, his old teammates in the minors, Austin Wells among them, and they, they went through video of his old at-bats compared to this season. And they, they picked up on some things, and, and look at that. Lo and behold, he's turned things around, which would seem like a, a normal thing to do, right? You're going through a slump. You, you have the ability to go watch old video. Let me see what my swing looked like. Maybe you can pick up something here or there. Now, it, it happened during a, a, a dinner where I think he had, what was it, chicken parm and, and from Watchung in New Jersey. And, um, you know, a lot of people, ah, that chicken parm, what was in that chicken parm? But no, obviously he, he went through video, picked up something, and it's turned around his season. And now he looks like not just the player that you could kind of expect. He's been better than that. I mean, anybody thinking that a, that a rookie could come up, and again, it's, it's, it's basically a month where he's turned things around. But he's, he's, he's not a long list of other candidates. He's been the Yankees' most productive hitter here, basically, for the last month. Again, an OPS of, of 900. That's, it. That's sensational. But you, when you think about it, not exactly a great look for the Yankee coaches that Volpe sitting down with Austin Wells and simply watching some old video has completely changed his season. And I'm not one that generally blames coaches or uh, the, the hitting coaches got to be fired. These guys are all hitting under 200. But it's, a, it's, it's not a great look that – what else are they doing as the hitting coach? Wouldn't you be looking at video and trying to pick up things? And they went and watched video, and all of a sudden they can pick up something, and, and now the guy has completely transformed as a player? I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like that would be a great one for the coaches, but maybe I'm out of line. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Brian is in Oceanside. Brian is uh, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. How's it going, Gordon? Happy 4th. Same to you. Uh, I just wanted to say, with, with this Aaron Hicks stuff, I mean, he's gone. He obviously couldn't handle New York. Um, he's not the first one. Um, his head was probably in a bad space. He, he robbed us. Uh, spent a lot of money on him to not produce for the last three years. But he's gone. I don't want that to take away from the little bit of momentum that we have last night. I thought I saw Aaron Boone smile for once last night. Uh, Bader's really picking us up. And I just think, you know, Aaron Hicks Aaron is gone. Wish him well, except when he's playing the Yankees. And, and let's move on from this. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think it's going to be a story beyond this, Brian. But I did, you know, there was a bunch of headlines. And thanks for the phone call today um, that uh, yeah, the, the Yankee fans booed him. And I, I got to be honest with you, uh, I – I don't know why anybody would be surprised at Aaron Hicks. If Aaron Hicks got cheered, that would be a headline. That would be worthy of putting on the front page of the newspaper. Aaron Hicks cheered at Yankee Stadium. The fact that he was booed, yeah, that kind of lines up with what I would have expected. And you mentioned about that uh, that Hicks robbed you. He seemed to be kind of in the crosshairs from the moment that contract was signed when they, they signed him to that seven-year deal for $70 million. And I remember thinking at the time, well, it's not it's seven years is a long time, but $10 million a season for a starting outfielder, a starting center fielder, who, again, was productive, though not the first year, but those next two years, that's when he got the contract. That's not a bad deal. $10 million, that's kind of a bargain. So for him to produce at a level where even $10 million was just absolutely throwing money away tells you just how bad he was. So, no, that was a great win last night, great story, and the fact that the Yankees are doing what they're doing, amazing. Just to be playing 500 baseball without judge when you take a look at what that lineup is on a night-in, night-out basis. And I'm sure 
it doesn't seem like Judge is coming back anytime soon. He, had, he, he talked yesterday and said that he's basically running at 10%, and until he's able to run, he's not going to be coming back. It doesn't look like we're going to get through the All-Star break and all of a sudden Aaron Judge will be back. I think it's going to be later uh, this month, uh, if not next month, by the time he is actually back. But um, to be doing this and just kind of keeping your head above water and keeping your, more importantly, your team ahead of the other teams in the race for the wild card is impressive, and that was a great win last night. No question about it. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Michael is in Las Vegas. Michael, my friend, what's going on? Hey, Gordon. How we doing? I'm good, Michael. What's up? All right. So I wanted to ask you about the uh, hot dog eating contest. Are you into it? Are you uh, intrigued? I I can say this, Michael. Uh, There is nothing that is more repulsive to me than that hot dog eating contest. I have a streak. I don't know when it really kind of became like a national consciousness kind of thing. But whenever that was, I have been on strike to avoid highlights of the, the hot dog eating contest every single year. And I can say that that streak, I'm like Joe DiMaggio with that streak. It's still intact. Right. All right. Well, you know, how bad. Why, are you into it? Yeah, he's going for number 16, I believe. Joey 16. Chestnut. Okay. It's, it's, it's insane, though. Like, it, it's, it's impressive what he's done. I mean, it's kind Is of it, gross. Is it, though? I don't know. I mean, I mean, look, he's clearly better than everybody else at it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I can't, I can't watch that. Going, uh, he's won seven in a row. Yeah, well, look, I mean, he's he's the only guy I know, so he's obviously the best guy. Like, it's not like he's getting yeah. upset. And I, I think I saw betting odds on it, which, really, if you are betting on the hot dog eating contest, yeah, I, I feel like 1-800-GAMBLER should call you. But Yeah, um, that's, that's an issue. Yeah, uh, but uh, look, he's he's clearly the overwhelming favorite, that's for sure. Yeah, well... You know, what are you going to do? Do you have some tips for me or so? I thought you had like some betting advice or something. No, no, no. I just wanted your opinion on that. I just wanted to ask someone on the show. You know, no. I'm not, I'm not big. Anything that could result in vomiting, I'm not. uh I thought out of anybody on the uh, the program, uh, it would have been you. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. That's hurtful. Definitely wrong. I got to be honest. It's a little, it's a little, you know what? (laughs) The bottom basement damer, he'll take it. Uh, No, not my thing. Sorry. I apologize. All right. Yeah, All right, right, Gordon. All right, Michael. Thank you for the phone call. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919. Hey, that event, which is completely disgusting and repulsive, and really, if you watch it, it's, it's going to make your stomach turn. You know who would be into that? I think I know who would be into that. That Damer guy. He'd be into No, not me. Is, is any, are any of the hosts into it? I can't imagine. I can't to think. think off Rick the top and Dave. Of my head. Rick might 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 uh, you know the outrageousness of it might be up Rick's alley. I'm not sure. If I if you had Joe Leo, if you had to put money down on someone on the station on the air, one of the hosts being into it, who would you pick? It would probably have to be Rick. Yeah. Or Dave. Anybody on the morning show, I would say Michael. No way. No shot. Don. No shot. No. Peter. Probably not. No, I, I don't know Peter that well, but I would I would say no. That's a hard no on Peter. Han definitely not. Nah. Bart possibly. I would give I would give a ten percent chance. You obviously we just discussed this. No. Larry, this I would assume pass. is in no, the same I boat as you. you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dan for sure is in the same boat as you. Yeah. 
Dan doesn't even like coleslaw. So, right. you know, throwing hot dogs down your gullet, that's, that's not going to fly with Grasa. Anita, we discussed this over the weekend. She's oh, well, she's a big better, though. She, that might, she might be on the it, one. She might see the value there. She'll bet on it, but she won't watch it. Well, but if you're betting on it, don't you have don't you have to be into it to watch it enough? Can you can you bet on something and then not watch it? How much would you bet to really care and just be glued to the screen over this? I mean, I like hot dogs too, but I mean, like I yes, saw, I saw in, in in their proper. I love hot. I love a good hot dog on, on a Fourth of July. Sure, that's great. And now I realize what I've just said, and I realize that clip is going to be saved for posterity. But uh, 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 a nice, you know, nice little barbecue. That's great. Firing them into a cup of water so you could stick them down your throat fast enough. I saw the Kobayashi documentary on on ESPN Plus. Uh huh. And the training that this man went through. Yeah. Oh well, my what's goodness. weird is that they're not fat people. No. But I think I saw something like on Sports Science a while back that you gained like a good five to ten pounds from this stuff. Well, I mean, just the weight of the food alone, you'd have to you would have to gain some weight from it. And you have to like train your stomach. Like it's, that's like yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I, I again, I don't know how. I don't know if it's the type of thing where you just set out consciously. I'm going to be good at this, and you can train yourself to be good at it, or if it's the type of thing that you actually. Ha- I can't imagine anybody has a natural talent for it. If you but, had to pick a food, though, like if you had to pick a food that you that you love so much that you would be in competition, but you're not tasting it. That's the the, the enjoyment of food is the tasting of the food. You can't possibly be tasting the hot. The, I would think that the not tasting every, only slows you down. Them. I would assume you you get like a passing by, a passing glance. I don't think taste, so. But and and really, I would I think know. that after a while, you not only are, are not tasting, you're you're repulsed by it. Like My, I don't think that Joey Chestnut or any of the competitive eaters are eating hot dogs in their free time. That it's not work related. He he finishes the contest. He's like you know standing like on his last legs. He's won. He's victorious. My favorite part is when they give the winners like a big old gallon of like lemonade to like cool everything down. Ugh. <laughs> All right, we got we got to get. I got to get. I thought that the Aaron Hicks uh, perform. I was running through Aaron Hicks stats. That made me nauseous enough. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Coming up, more of your phone calls on uh, the Yankees, and we got to touch on the Mets. All of a sudden, it seems like everybody's starting to realize, wait a second, this Mets fire sale might have a critical flaw. We'll get into that next. It's Gordon Damer in for Barton Hahn, only on 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. I can tell you the Yankees and Orioles game uh, currently being delayed by rain over at the stadium. Yes. The rain delay music. Never want that. Not on July 4th. Not on the boss's birthday. Today's the boss's birthday. George Steinbrenner was born on July 4th. So uh, we'll have to wait and see if the Yankees and Orioles are able to get their game uh, underway. Um, I do want to talk about the Mets, but you do have now the, the audio, Harvey, of uh, the boo. The, again, headlines, mercilessly booed, ferociously booed. Let's hear the video tribute booing uh, of Aaron Hicks. So the video, this is the video's play, so you'll hear it at the end. Okay, uh, again, they're booing, but is that, is, is that so out, is that, does that jump, out of all the booings that you've heard, does that like jump off the page at anybody? Yeah, I, 
right, it's bullying. Uh, that's not, I'm not going to tell you it's not. Now, did we have the, 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 again, that's the video tribute before the game, so not all the people are in the stadium, not all the people are paying attention, everybody's getting their food and their ice cream and their alcoholic drinks and all these type of things. So here's the at-bat. This is his first at-bat during the game. Here's Aaron Hayes. To keep O'Hearn at third base, change up a little two-seamer up in the strike, uh, up in the strike zone. So Aaron Hicks greeted... In very cold manner by the stadium fans. So what? Not one of those welcome back. All is forgiven. No, nothing seems to be forgiven. No, I'm, I'm again like. But what did you expect? It wasn't like it ended even moderately well. It was bad. It got worse, and it only continued from there. So I would say to the Yankees organization, not that they are asking my advice. Next year, when Josh Donaldson, please God, is with another organization, please God. And he comes back to the stadium. You don't need to have a video tribute, uh, mainly because I don't know what you, at least with Aaron Hicks, you have some actual footage of, of highlights. I, I don't know what, here's the highlight of uh, Donaldson not running out a home run and getting thrown out, or here he is getting picked off first base. I, I don't know what highlights you, a lot of defensive highlights, I would think. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of plays at third base. But I would say when Donaldson, God willing, comes back next year with another organization, maybe you don't have to put on uh, a video tribute for the guy. Not, not maybe not everybody is worthy of video tributes. That's what I would say. That maybe that's the rule for video tributes in the in the future. All right, one eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We talked a lot about the Yankees. Wanted to touch on the Mets as well. Mets are back in action later today out in Arizona, getting set to face off against the Diamondbacks. And Mets feeling a little good about themselves after winning the series against the Giants. Maybe uh, some momentum pointed in the right direction. But it seems like in the last couple of days, people are looking at the lay of the land with the Mets and, and realizing, you know what, a fire sale with the Mets probably is not going to happen, mainly because they don't, they are not, even though they have this high payroll, they don't really have movable pieces that would lead you to think, all right, you can move this thing and that thing, and we can kind of rebuild on the fly here and be in a whole lot better shape next season. And a lot of that is based on the fact that the contracts that Steve Cohen signed guys to. So even in or like, look, look no, nobody's going to move all the pieces on a team. So there are certain pieces the Mets don't want to move. Alonzo and Nimmo and Lindor, they, they want to have those guys moving forward but under normal circumstances you might look at a starling Marte or a jeff mcneil and say all right well we can move one of those guys maybe recoup a couple of prospects you want to try to win while building up the farm system that's why the mets kind of find the cells in the position that they're in um is this true the hot dog eating contest has been canceled we just i just got the tweet right here Wow. Eyewitness News breaking news. The men's contest at the Nathan's hot dog eating competition canceled due to weather. Not even the weather's going to be that bad today that they couldn't put it off for a couple of hours? Not even that can overcome Mother Nature. That's incredible. Mother Nature has spoken. And I think on this one, I, I, I agree with Mother Nature. Oh, the hot dog what? eating con contest has been canceled. So are they going to – it's not even postponed until tomorrow? They're just calling the whole thing. Why can't they do that anywhere? Do they have to do it outside? Look, it's all about what the about the record books? We need we, we we they did it during COVID, did they not? You know, it's a very fair point by you. I so COVID was fine. Weather, no, we this rain, we can't possibly overcome it. 
That seems a little strange to me. All those people that are betting on the hot dog eating contest. Now, what are they going to do now? The money's going to be burning a hole in their pocket. Uh, but in terms of the Mets, ordinarily, you would take a look at the roster. They have a lot of veteran pieces. And it would think, you would think it was kind of lined up perfectly this year because there's so many. Now, with all the, these playoff teams, if you are a seller and you have things to sell, there's not going to be many. I, I really think that this year at the trade deadline, it could be teams trading with other teams that are still in it. Teams that are still expecting to make the playoff. It's, it's going to be a lot of buyers buying from other buyers. Not, they're not teams that are just cashing in the chips and are completely out of it. They're just trying to, to fix a, an area of concern. So if the Mets were to decide ordinarily, hey, let's be sellers. We got this piece and we got that. That would be great. But the problem is all these contracts make a lot of these pieces completely unmovable. And when Steve Cohen had his press conference last week, it seemed like a lot of people were willing to give him a pal. You know, he's spending money. He's doing what he can. No, the spending of the money is actually part of the problem that the Mets now find themselves in. So a Starling Marte, who's a veteran outfielder who might appeal to a team, does he appeal to a team when he's making $20 million the next couple of years? Or Jeff McNeil when he signed through 2026 and his, his value is light, largely tied up in, in batting average? He's, he's not a guy that is... Um, his average is a kind of an empty average, even dropping off as much as it has. The bullpen's not good. The one piece that you would say out of the bullpen that might make some sense, David Robertson, but David Robertson, Robertson is, he's not bringing you back a huge haul uh, as a bullpen piece. And it's been clear for a while, both Scherzer and Verlander with the money that they have attached to him moving forward, and less Steve Cohen, and, and he's done it already, Unless Steve Cohen is willing to eat a large portion of that, those guys are going to be here probably next year. So the, the, the main problem of the Mets has been the starting rotation, and you'd have to say the two main parts of that are Scherzer and Verlander can't pitch deep into games. It exposes the bullpen, all those type of things. The Mets find themselves in the position they're in is because Steve Cohen and his spending, while it seems like a great thing, now that the team is not very good and probably should be sellers at the deadline because of, 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 of how many teams they'd have to jump over and the fact they can't do anything consistently, it feels like Cohen has kind of escaped the real criticism that has gone to, to Billy Epler and to Buck Showalter and the players themselves. But I think that uh, he, uh, he, he deserves a lot of it because the Mets are now kind of landlocked with a lot of these deals that they can't get out of. Right, like, what teams are going to be in the market for a Max Scherzer when the third time through the order you've seen the the numbers so far this year? Basically, the third time through the order, hitters turn into primed, juiced Barry Bonds when they face Max Scherzer the third time. And and Verlander, not that the numbers are are, are quite as stark, but. He's making a boatload of money, and is anybody saying, you know what, Justin Verlander is the missing piece? When you would think that there'll be other starting pitchers that are uh, on the market and will cost a whole lot less than Justin Verlander. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll get more of your phone calls involved. We'll talk about the Knicks coming up, some football stuff. Oh, lots to do. We're just getting started. On a July 4th, it's Gordon Damer in for Barton Hahn, and it's 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. 
This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Tarp is coming off the field at the stadium. That's good news. That's what you're looking for there. The hot dog eating contest, though, has been canceled. It feels like that they kind of jumped the gun on that, no? Feels like they might have jumped the gun on that. I don't know. The videos look bad. You said said that the video, it's like a torrential. But usually when it's like torrentially downpouring, that kind of passes over time. And it's not, I mean, they're not, they're not eating baked Alaska. It's hot dogs. Those things will stay. Those things will keep. They, they don't even taste it. They, they just throw it down anyway. You can hold out a few minutes. No, it feels like, it feels like they jumped the gun, but I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in a room with no windows, so I, I can't look uh, at uh, what the, the forecast and the weather and all that type of stuff. Is that when you're at your best with a, in a room with no windows? No. Yes. Yep. Padded room, no window. They don't put, they don't put windows in padded rooms generally. Not generally, but I should tell you the portion, this portion of the show, this very one is brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. So look, uh, we've, we've talked a lot about the Yankees. They're getting ready to get underway over at the stadium. And not that the Yankees would ever ask my opinion on things, but if they did, I would say after seeing the performance last night by the fans, with Aaron Hicks's return to the stadium. The takeaway there is not that the Yankee fans were wrong, but maybe not every single player that comes back needs a video tribute. Generally, a video tribute is something to remember something good. And unfortunately, right or wrong, Yankee fans don't view the Aaron Hicks tenure with the Yankees as a lot of good. Now, there were some, there were good moments, 2017, 2018. It's a long time ago now. A lot has happened since 2017, 2018. So it really shouldn't be that much of a surprise. It really shouldn't draw headlines much in the same way. If Jacoby Ellsbury came back to the stadium, I don't think that you put up a video tribute of Jacoby Ellsbury. Kyle Farnsworth. If Kyle Farnsworth, for whatever reason, comes back to the stadium, maybe Araldus Chapman. If he comes back, maybe not the guy to, to have the video tribute for. Carl Pavano or Kevin Brown back in the day. There are certain guys, maybe, and, and in the future, if Josh Donaldson signs someplace else, please God, please God, after the season, maybe not, maybe you, you tell the, the video crew, work on something else. So there, there could be something else that you guys could be doing rather than putting together a video tribute for a player that most of the fan base uh, despises. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Tommy is in Connecticut. Tommy, what's going on, pal? Gordon, happy fourth. Hope Same you're to you, Tom. double time today. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure about that, but I appreciate the, uh, the the sentiment. Of course, I appreciate you being on. Uh, it's funny that you just brought that up because when I call us being screened, we were joking. It's, it's like, what did you expect to happen? <laughs> not exactly market? sure. You might you might as well have aired a blooper reel. Yeah, we, it would have done the same the same effect. Yeah, or, you know, or at least put like the yakety sax, the dun, 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 dun. put that music <laughs> underneath it. That'll put everybody in a good mood. Everybody loves yakety sax. Yeah, but so I know we were we were belly aching last night about the lineup, and you know it was nice to see the kids contribute. But how awesome was that Harrison Bader at bat? Shows bunt twice, mm-hmm. and then just just bombs one into the left field stands. I I was I, I was I jumped off the couch. I was like, this guy's great. <laughs> 
he he has been so much better when he plays than I thought. You know, you look at his stats when he got here. You know, they're okay. He's above average player, but he's come up with big hits and big moments. So that's been a that's been a great move. He has. He's 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 at least made it debatable whether the Montgomery trade for him was worth it. Oh no, I I don't think it's debatable. He is fantastic. Yeah, when he's on the field, it's just about keeping him healthy. And Tommy, thanks for the phone call. Uh, I, 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 the Yankees did get a lot of criticism at the time for that move. But their reasoning was sound in that they didn't look at Montgomery as somebody who was going to start a playoff game. They knew they were going to the playoffs in center field. Uh, They needed somebody out there. And Bader, when he plays, he's been sensational. Problem is, and it's not just with the Yankees, he's a guy that gets hurt quite a bit. So if they can keep him healthy, that's a plus add. There's lots of moves to criticize the Yankees for the Harrison-Bader move. That is not one of them. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. Another hour of the Gordon Damer Show here on 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. I love a good hot dog on on a 4th of July. Sure, that's great. 